All right. We're back. We're back. How you doing? It's uh, Dan and Heb's Reef Reeler. Team. Pro team. However you want to describe us. I don't know. Not so pro team. Pro. Semi. Ish. Semi pro. Right. Oh, that was a good movie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, uh, on this podcast, as we mentioned in the previous one we did last Monday, uh, we are going to talk a little about what we do in the off season here. So, like, our boat's out of the water. It's winterized. It's done. Done. Um, If we get on something else or, you know, some... Some cool friends want to like, hey, you want to go striper fishing with us? Sure, we'll go. Oh yeah. But Never as far as no. our yeah. group, we're pretty well done. Yep. Uh, everything's going to be frozen and snow covered, and it's going to be a mess up here for the next couple of months. <sighs> but that does give us a good break. Yep. From spending money on fuel to spending money on <laughs> repairs, maintenance, and everything else that yeah. goes in with. Fishing. You thought it was going to be a break spending money. Right. Nope. nope. <laughs> Just spending nope. on something different. <laughs> so, uh, so the boat's done. That's winterized. But some of you might have boat repairs that you needed done. You yeah. Know, getting ready for uh, sanding down bottom paint, getting stuff cleaned up, uh, motor repairs, anything involved yeah. with a the boat. There's always something. Um, now is a good time to do it if you're up in this neck of the woods. Um trying to think uh, as, as far as electronics go now's a good time to uh, you know pull your chip cards out yep. and go through your charts that you have you know creating thing new um, save uh, you know like a lot of times you're out there and you just hit a quick point that you add but you don't really name it too well you right. just like whatever yeah. you know something stupid now's a good time to run through your your uh your your uh, points and uh, rename them properly. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> uh, also, as it as it gets closer back to the season, February March is when I like to get my updated Navionics chip. Yep, that's super important. Super important. Yeah. Um, just so everything when I get back on the boat is fresh, new, ready to go. Oh yeah. Um, and and with Navionics, you can update it. I think they update it like several times throughout the day because right. whatever you download, like they utilize that data from all across everybody. Yeah. That's um, super neat. So like you should be updating that maybe on a quarterly basis, monthly if you're really, you know, competitive or whatever. But, uh, you know, I'll, I did it once mid year and I'll yep. do it once then before the new season. Um, yeah. Cause you know, during the season, you're not thinking about doing that. No. You know, it's the last thing on your mind. You just want to get out, get, you know, you're not going to sit at the dock and, oh, I got to update this, you know, burp, burp, burp. No, you're just going to hop on and you want to take right. off and go. You want right. to fish, lines in the water. And like for know. us, we're not hitting the canyons. So <clears throat> a lot of the chart plotters, depth finders, they don't read at those depths. Right. You know, after a couple hundred feet, they're done. So if you are running canyons quite a bit or... Now the the geometry out or the uh, topography topography yeah geometry topo- <laughs> a few too many drinks uh, oh boy the uh, topography down there doesn't really change as much <laughs> you know as we'd see uh, in the bay waters right um, but still I can see where they want to get 
as much updated information as possible Absolutely. because that database is constantly updating from other users feedback yeah uh, so I can see where they're out there because they rely on the charts more so because they don't have the depth finders yes they are very important out there uh, so that's a good uh, good good thing to do over the off season uh, those those guys that are trailing make sure your trailers are what the <laughs> uh, make sure your trailers are gone over yeah absolutely oh there's a I just rolled over a piece of wire or something here. Good grief. <laughs> uh, yeah, make sure your trailers are all taken care of because yeah. you don't want to dick around with, uh, you know, broken uh, wheel bearing or, you know, something so stupid yeah. while you're in the heat of the season. And I'll tell you this too. If you are storing your boat outside, I know a lot of times the boats get, you know, whether it's a, you know, a big old you know, big old boat that you're pulling out of the marina, or it's just your little John boat that you're throwing a tarp over. Uh, a few years ago, when we had our John boat, it uh, tarp kind of collapsed. You know, we had poles in the middle to, to keep it up, to keep the weather off of it, and uh, they collapsed. And it, you know, you always want to put your boat somewhere where you kind of can't see it. The neighbors don't get mad, keeps the wife happy. <laughs> right, right. You know, um, and we went to use it on a warm day in. I think it was February, March, you know, one of those first nice warm days. It had filled up with snow and the leaves had plugged the plug. So oh our entire boat was full of snow and water <laughs> and it actually broke one of the springs on the axle. Yeah. So, um, so I mean, you know, here point. we are. We, we knocked off a half a day of work because we wanted to go fishing and now we're fixing the spring on our boat trailer yeah. you know and we wasted that day off of work you know we could have went fishing had some fun we were going to tse and a trailer spring yeah. and you know some new u-bolts it was yeah, not a fun pain. day so you know always make sure even if you're you know just going out there once in a while you know give her a little pat on the back and you know a little love make sure everything's good and yep. you know that's a good point it's super important and, and even for a small price have the whole thing shrink wrapped and then you don't have that issue absolutely uh, yeah that's a, yeah. a good option um but yeah, I had the same issue when I had the boat up here last winter. Yeah. It got some water on the deck and the snow and all that, and I had it covered, but everything just kind of drooped down. Oh, yeah. But man, the ice was like six inches thick. Uh, and I really, I was like, oh man, if this trailer freaking lets go. Yeah. So yep. bad. Yeah. But I ended up putting all new springs, all new axle, all new bearings. Like I redid everything. See, there you go. That and, was, uh, yep. You know. It made the haul 160 miles down or 180 miles down to Ocean City. Nice. No yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a good good thing to do. Check out if you're trailering. Uh, and uh, what else? So the other thing is go through your tackle, organize. Uh, this time of year is when I like to load up on my my uh, oh yeah my terminal tackle, my hooks, organize everything. So that way. Not only is it organized, usually it's on sale. So yeah, it's usually on sale. You know, that's the hey, you're gonna save a few bucks yep. buying it now versus when everybody else is going out there in the spring. You know, now you got crowds. Now you got maybe they're out of stuff because everybody's buying stuff up. Get it now, man. They're trying to get rid of it. They want to hold on for winter. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good good thing to do. And you know, it's one of those things when you start fishing in the season, you don't want to spend. You know, uh, 300 bucks and all at once you got to drop all this money and the yep. wife's, you know, going crazy because, 
you know, spread it out. You got a couple months now to, yeah. you know, load up your hooks one day, and then the next day get all your terminal tackle, and then you know, the next day get your your uh, jerk baits and everything else, wherever you want it. Yeah, hey, we're going to see Santa at Bass Pro. And you better believe you're not coming home empty. <laughs> we're gonna do a little shopping while we're up there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I even get anal about my hooks. Yeah. I don't know if you saw it. I did. But yeah, I literally have every everything organized, yeah, labeled, so I know exactly what hook it is, the size. Um, I don't know. It's just nice to know because then I know there's oh. consistency. Yeah, it is super nice. Yeah. You know. A few years ago, I took all my freshwater stuff, and and I really, I'm not the most organized person in the world, and uh, I really <laughs> went through all my freshwater stuff. I got a, a good deal. I think it was late in the season, actually, a good deal on organizer. You know, the plastic bins from Bass Pro, and and uh, just really a new bag. Organized everything out, and it's awesome, and I love it. And I did not do that with any of my saltwater stuff. Hmm. It is well, that's what you got to do. It this is a mess. So awesome. that is my goal this year, off season. Yep. Get all that stuff organized. Get everything yep. where it should go and Good. labeled. And man, it makes it so much nicer. It does. Because the last thing you want to do is when you're actually got the time. Since we can't fish year round up here, or right. we can, but yeah, some days you're just gonna be pissing in the wind. But when you get out there and you're fishing heavy and hard, the last thing you want to do is deal with everything being disorganized. You oh, yeah. use this time to make the most of your time while you're underwater during the, uh, what we call the in-season. Absolutely. Or yeah. the- hundred uh, percent. You know, April through October. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, tackle, it's the simple stuff. Don't make it a headache while you're trying to fish. Um, what else? The rods and the reels. Rods so, and reels. So there's several components to focus on. Uh, mono, one year is what I would recommend as max. Uh, you have you know, the temperature dynamics on the mono, you have uh, any abrace, abrasion on your yeah. line. You, know. you might not even know, you're never gonna see it, you're never gonna know, Yep. until that big, like Flounder. 50 inch, Striper, that yeah. yeah, big like, yeah, that's you know the big five pound flounder. Yeah, you got that crazy. doormat up there, and then you go, boop, snap, line snap. Now, now what? You know, yeah. all because you know, you're deep dropping, you're you're hammering, you're jerking. Sometimes, oh, yeah. that, sometimes that line gets under your boat. You know, it's just rubbing a little bit, or you yep. get caught up on a wreck somewhere. Like, man, oh yeah, for as cheap as mono is, rip that shit off, fill it, ref up. refill it. Yep. Uh, you know, and, and the same thing even with uh, your braid lines and the salt, you get a lot of buildup. Oh, they get coming. And I already noticed it when we were in the tournament. Yep. Casting, it would get bound up, hung up. It didn't cast as nice. I mean, it was yeah. the last time I was using them for the year, so I was like, whatever. But still, you know, even even for a, a 2000 to 4500 series reel, you're not gonna burn through a whole lot of braid. Get a spool. Respool everything. Yep. It's clean. It'll cast nice. Um, again. Absolutely. Last one. Last thing you want to mess around with uh, while you're fishing. Yeah. And hey, you don't get the money to do it. Christmas is coming up. Bass Pro cards, Cabela's, you okay. know, wherever. I don't know. Does Atlantic Tackle have gift cards? I don't I'm know. Sure Maybe do. not. Just ask for money. Right. Hey. A month. It's, right. it's the greatest gift He's of all. Gift yeah. Yeah. You can spend it anywhere you want. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Grandma. <clears throat> 
this is what I want. Yeah. So, yeah. So the line is important. Re-rack or uh, re-spool your line. Um, what else? So drag. Drag. I uh, just learned this. We were having a conversation before we started recording. Sorry, yeah. It's super interesting to me. Um, I never knew. Since drag is mostly just friction, uh, a friction disc in there, uh, not only talking about drag, let me back up. When you're, when you're re-spooling that reel, before you go and put the new line on, yeah. take the reel apart. You gotta, you, you're clean halfway it out, there. Clean it out, get some parts cleaner, get some brake cleaner, and then re-grease everything, make sure the bearings, everything's rolling smooth, clean. If you don't feel comfortable doing your own work, find a uh, tackle shop that'll do it. Learning, yep. tap, learning tackle will take care of, uh, I think, pretty well any rod and reel. Yeah. Um, I know they do pen, and pen's nice because all of pen rods are able to be, or all of pen's reels are able to be repaired. Yeah. Can be broken down, fixed, so that's nice. Repair, rebuild, yep. Um, so yeah, take the line off. Next thing you do, pull your reel apart, grease everything up, clean it all out. That salt is very abrasive. Oh man, it's It can really tear some, tear some shit up. Yep. Um, then, while well, you also have it, oh, go ahead. Oh, and especially too, if you're surf fishing. Oh, yeah. Because you get that sand in there, oh boy. Like, I mean, that just adds a whole nother element that is yep. just gonna, just will, will, even if you do tear it apart, clean it, put it back together, you know, if, if you don't have a reel that's built for that. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it's not gonna last long. No. Yeah. You're right. Um, while it's broken down, Now's the time to replace your drag. Um, so I had an experience this year on one of the uh, Penn Fathom 40s. Uh, I had this enormous ray at, uh, on one. Oh yeah. And it took everything I could to hand line that bitch in and <laughs> drag was all the way up. And uh, you know, after all that was said and done, I had two. I have two rods, rod and reels that are exactly the same, and uh, the one that I fought with on that ray, I burned, burned the uh, burned up the disc, the the drag. The drag. Yep. So, so right now I could put that thing on strike, uh, full sunset. It's pretty well loose. So, yep. while you're doing that, also check your drag, especially if you guys are doing something. Uh, I mean. I think with any reel, though, when you're salt saltwater fishing, you want to know that it's performing the way it should. Absolutely. Um, um, yeah. There's a there's several tools out there that you can uh, use to test your drag strength on your reel. Definitely is a good investment to have. Um, or if you know a friend that has it, now's the time to borrow it. Oh yeah. And uh, so you you want to replace your drag, especially if you know you've had issues. Um, and maybe that's something I should back up before you rip that line off. Do a drag test. Yeah. Really. Yep. Absolutely. Um, and then you can start to see, hey, this isn't. This is way out of spec. Or you know, as you get used to knowing uh, your rod and reel setup, uh, a lot a lot of times guys when they buy a brand new rod and reel or brand new reel, they will do drag tests at different settings. Right, uh, so have a baseline. On, so yep. they have a baseline. Absolutely. They know then that, you know, at, especially like on your big internationals, uh, they're, they're numbered. So that you can say right. at, at number two, I got 10 pounds of drag at number three, it's up to 18. 
Um, and then that gives you the baseline to say, yeah, this isn't this isn't up to par. Or, you know, I'm, I'm close enough. I'm okay to start the next season. Right. Um, but that's something I will definitely have to do is uh, is rebuild uh, at least one drag. Probably gonna have to rebuild the other one. The uh, was it the 2500 or the 3000 series? The one oh. with the cork handle. Right. Yep. Because that, yeah. that was my main. Yeah. That's a lot of. A lot of action. That, yeah. Well, a lot of casting. A lot of casting. <laughs> <laughs> Saw a little action. <laughs> Caught a fair amount of shorts. So it probably didn't burn up the drag. But it's still worth testing. But yeah, so yeah, before you pull the line off, that's a good thing to do. Test your drag, make sure it's performing the way it should. Yep. If you want some space line specs, you can go on any of the websites. Yeah. Like for us, we'll use Penn, and uh, they have uh, all the information there that tells you how they should be performing. Um, and uh, so that way when you do rip it apart, you know which ones you gotta tackle a little bit more into. Right. But then once you've done all that and uh, re-spooled, you know, you're set. You got a brand new, everything's brand new, ready to go, trouble free. And that's what you, you gotta worry about it, yeah. You know, it's, now's a great time up here in the north to do it. You know. So get down there in the basement, crank the wood stove up. That's right. Get nice and cozy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's the time to do it. So I mean, that's that's probably the most we'll do. And again, we're inshore guys, so we don't have a whole lot of gear to worry about. Right. Absolutely. Um, you know, I'm sure the guys that that run offshore that are deep, they they have a lot more to prep on in the off season. Oh yeah. A lot more boat prep because those boats are big. They got, you know, the twin diesel motors. And oh yeah, a lot more maintenance on those, a lot more things to do. I mean, yeah. they're not pushing a button to winterize, for sure. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's a that's no. a weekend there. No, they got some maintenance ahead of them. Uh, and, and honestly, if anybody is an offshore guy that's listening and would love to share what you guys do in the off season, yeah, we'd love to absolutely. hear it. We'd love to learn about it. Yeah. And uh, maybe you can help some others that are, you know, we got some friends that run 26, 28 footer boats that go off deep, but they're not like charter captains or right. regulars, yeah. but they have the gear and they need to know, you know, here's some of the things that, that the, the charter guys do and it might help these other guys along. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, that's our off season prep. I'm trying to think of anything really else for us. Uh, we'll probably just man, keep, keep learning. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of, uh, up in our areas, Maryland, Delaware, Jersey, there's a lot of boat shows and fishing like expos. Fishing expos. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot of great opportunities to, to take advantage of seminars. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I definitely try to, it'd be awesome to hit some of those up. For sure. You know, just to get, get some more education under the belt, see what new products are coming out. Yeah. And um, just network, meet people. Meet you people. know, you never know. You might be, you know, talking to a guy at a booth, you know, about whatever random thing. You might run into him at the marina yep. that summer. And, yep. and you might, and he might say, hey, man, I'm on this charter. We got an open spot. It's yours for yep. super cheap. You know, you never know what opportunities are going to open up for meeting new people, talking to them. Absolutely. And plus, too, it's just fun. Like, who doesn't like meeting new people, you know? Yep. It's always a good time. Yep. You know, chit-chat, see what's up. Absolutely. You know, a lot of times you might get some freebies. Yep. 
You know, I mean, Absolutely. we're not the only ones that hand out free stickers. That's right. <laughs> I mean, uh-huh. you know, yeah. you usually get some bags, maybe a hat, some stickers, you know. It's, really good, it's really always good a good time. Yep. Um, and, and for us in our off season, now this gives us some time to build up some more content. Yeah. You know, like we fished, we had fun. We did, we did a lot of, a lot of things over the, the, the summer months and it was a little bit difficult to gather all that content and put it into you know, good, useful, uh, uh, useful content for, uh, for the viewers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I have not done anything with the blog in a long time. Yeah. Which yeah. now I got the time to do that. <clears throat> but uh, over this over this uh, winter month, we're going to try to do some new podcasts with some other industry guys. Absolutely. Um, with some boat mechanics, marine mechanics. Uh, I think we'll we'll be able to get uh, the Midlandic Sportsman. Uh, Great rigs. Products yeah. on on, uh, on a podcast here. Uh, they'll teach us a little bit about some rigging techniques uh, and some of the products they offer that we used and they worked fabulous phenomenally uh, I can't I can't <laughs> say enough like yeah honestly the best day of fishing in the ocean I've ever had with their stuff tied on yeah hands down yeah hundred percent we yeah. jigged the shit out of them. oh man I they mean, got they saw some action yeah, <laughs> yeah. for sure but they worked. They, they worked did. so well. So uh, got some some good content coming up. Um, if we get out ice fishing, I'm sure we'll talk about that. Yeah, we um, might get out ice fishing if we I get mean, the weather. Let's let's face it. You know, we we all got stuff going on. We're up in the Mid Atlantic region. We see all four seasons. Oh yeah. You know, sometimes so, in a day. It's some right. Sometimes in one day we see all four seasons. <laughs> sometimes. Yes. <laughs> so we have to make the best of what we can yeah, do. Absolutely. In our region and. Yes, we love saltwater fishing, but it's not the only thing to do. And so yep. if you are a father and you have a son that wants to get into fishing, but it's like, oh, we got to wait till April, May. Yeah. No, you don't. Yep. You can start off by doing some freshwater fishing, some ice fishing. Yeah. Um, you know, big species up here is trout. Trout. Trout are cold water fish. Yep. You know, so I mean, there's streams up north that... I was just looking the other day because I'm heading up to Potter County in a few weeks. Yep. And uh, I was thinking about doing some fishing up there. And uh, tons of native trout streams. Hmm. So these are not stocked waters. They're not, you know, the rainbows and the brookies and the brown trouts that you get that, you know, get dumped in from the truck or buckets. These are 100% legit native trout. Yeah. I've never caught one. I think it'd be cool. Yeah. I heard it's very, it's a challenge. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't fly fish. Apparently, that's how a lot of them get caught. Uh, I've attempted it a few times. It was it was ugly. I want to see this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, a few people have witnessed it, but uh, yeah. So I mean, you know, there's always opportunities. There's there's always something to do if you look for it. Yep. You know. And if you can't get out fishing, at least if you are looking to get into it. Plenty of expos. Plenty of uh, outdoor expos. Absolutely. And if you're in the PA area. The Sportsman Show, yep. the huge. What is it, the Outdoor Expo now or something? I forget what yeah, it's called. It's in Harrisburg. Name. Harrisburg, biggest show of its kind, like probably in the country, probably in the world. It's yeah. insane. It's crazy. There is entire halls and rooms and. 
people upon people, just all based for fishing. And you got saltwater fishing, you got freshwater fish. They bring the tank in. You yeah. can see the guy cast for the bass. You can watch them. Yep. You know the bass strike. It's super cool. Uh, amazing things there, you know, tons of networking, even if you're thinking about doing a charter next year. Yep. Tons of charter boats. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's a that's good cool. time. And, and they have those, that's PA. Yeah. They have them throughout every state in the Mid-Atlantic region. Absolutely. Uh, so look online, do some Google searches for fishing expos, saltwater expos. Um, plenty of things will come up and you know, now's a great time to go. And this yeah. is when they hold them. Absolutely. Um, so yeah. So that's our off season plans. Um, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll now dive into getting some new content together, uh, some educational items, and yeah, see what we can bring in. Yeah, maybe some guest spots. Yeah. Oh, maybe there's going to be some guest locations. There's going to be some guest locations. Who knows? There's going to be yeah. some guest spots. Yeah. Uh, there might be some repeat guest spots. We'll, we'll pull maybe. from the archives. Yeah, yeah. You know? You guys let us know who you want to hear back. Right. Yeah. I mean, we, we had some good response with uh, Mr. Johnny Rossman. Yeah. He's we a had, talker. We had he's a storyteller. That was a, <laughs> a wild That was a wild one. It was a wild podcast. You know, we had some, we had a great response with uh, <clears throat> Mr. Eddie Wise. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I would love to hear Mr. Eddie Wise's father oh. on a podcast. Oh, yeah. I mean... Ed's a legend. He is a legend. And yeah. uh, man has probably caught more smallmouth bass in his life than I will ever see. Right. Like hands down. Probably in a weekend. Right. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I agree. So it'd be great to get a podcast with him. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. So we'll, we'll dive into some new content and uh, just uh, don't lose don't lose hope. We yeah. are getting it together. Here. Yeah. Absolutely. This is uh, the first... Weekly. Right. Yeah, weekly, Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> like clockwork. Yeah. <laughs> Never miss one. Yeah, so good things to come. They say absence makes the heart grow fonder. <laughs> 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 That's what we are going for. We did have somebody ask, how frequent is your podcast? Or like how often do you... Oh, yeah? Do? Yeah. Yeah. They're demanding this. Yeah. They're hey. literally knocking down my front door. Yeah. I don't Maybe know where they got their podcast. address, but yeah, they're knocking, they're knocking it down. Yeah. They're, they're showing up at the marina asking, right. um, where are these guys at? We do, we do, uh, we do want to shout out to Miller Light tonight for oh, supplying yeah. us with uh, liquid yep. uh, yeah. uh, encouragement. And Marshall for the super and, cool yeah, garage fridge. Actually, that was uh, Deef. Uh, he oh, hooked us oh, up. Oh, Marshall was, was the, the, he, the salesman. Ah, I see. I see. Uh, which he did a fabulous job. Yeah, absolutely. I it. So, yeah. yeah. So, off season here gets a little wild. <laughs> uh, we get pretty well uh, some... Some cabin fever up yeah, here. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we'll get some good content for you. All right, so, guys. Stay tuned. Yep. We'll see you. See you.